Well, good evening and praise the Lord. Welcome to Tuesday Night Live Bible Study. And I also want to say welcome to our podcast community that are listening in. We're recording both messages tonight. We want to say thank you to those that also uh, watch by YouTube. As soon as the program is over tonight, we always transfer it to YouTube. And also Twitter. Twitter, you can find us on Twitter at GMM. 1776. And if you want to check out the podcast, that is Glenn Mills with two ends, learning, loving, living God's word. Again, that's learning, loving, living God's word, Glenn Mills podcast. And uh, Kim and I will be getting our started pretty soon. You can also go to our website and everything that we do is pretty much linked from there. So you can find the different avenues of media that we use at glennmillsministries.com. Uh, we've updated that also with the podcast so you can connect to it. And like most of the things, once you connect, you can go back to it without any problems. I want to say Happy New Year to everyone. Thank you for being with us. Uh, just so happened that Tuesday night fell on New Year's Eve this year. And uh, we just want to share with you a vision that uh, God gave to us. We were able to share this with our wonderful church family Sunday at Deeper Life Christian Center just outside of Carrollton. But, you know, I was in prayer. God woke me up one morning, said, uh, go go meet me in the, in the sitting room. And I was there and God began to open up a revelation to me of what he wanted to do, what the opportunity was for the body of Christ in 2020. And the title of the message tonight in relation to that vision, that revelation is 2020 spiritual vision. Not physical, spiritual. God a lot of times will allow something in the physical to show us what's happening in the spiritual. And that's a lot of what we're going to be talking about tonight. You know, all through the Bible, we read story after story where God allowed people, some bad and some good, to see into the spiritual things that he was doing. You know, all the prophets had the ability to see with spiritual eyes. They could not have given the revelation, the instruction, the correction, the warning, the, the blessing, the fact they could not have done that without revelation, spiritual vision, to see what it was God was telling them to tell the people. But then a few other examples, we see that Joseph saw and interpreted the king's dreams about the coming famine, that his brothers had sold him into slavery. Later he was at Potiphar's house, and then later he was in prison. But then the king had a dream. And we, we see that God gave revelation of that dream to Joseph, and that made him third in the kingdom. So we see there that Joseph uh, was able to see into the spiritual things. One of the, what I call the great giants of faith was Daniel. Look at Daniel's life. He was able to interpret Belshazzar's uh, judgment that was written on the wall. God had written on the wall, many, many, you tell you possums, which is weights, weights, numbers, division. We note also that Daniel was put into lion's den because of his faith. Shadrach, Meshach, and Amen, they saw into the spiritual because Jesus was in the fire with them. So all through the word of God, uh, Joshua was able to see angels, messengers of God. When you look in, even in the New Testament, Mary and Joseph, the shepherd, Zechariah, we look back at Abraham, we look at Isaac, and many, many more received spiritual revela re revelation and sight into the plans and purposes of God. And you say, man, that is awesome. I wish we could do that. Well, guess what? This is your year. If that's what your desire is, God desires for his children to see into the spiritual. It was for this reason he gave us the Holy Spirit. 
so that we can begin to see into the spiritual. My friends, once we came to Christ, once we were born again, we, we have come out of the physical and into the spiritual. We have what? Been born again. Behold, old things are passed away. The old mindset, the old way of thinking, the old way of seeing. Now we should be walking in the newness of Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, seeing and discerning into the spiritual things. We've discussed that before, but sadly, and I'm sure folks will agree, too many Christians are still focused on the physical, material things of this world. And they're not focused on the spiritual, not on the spiritual things of the kingdom. My friends, my prayer for a long time has been that of Elisha concerning his servant who could not see the Syrian army surrounding Elijah's house. If you know that story, in Kings you will find that that the Syrians were going to do battle against Israel, but every time the king made a plan, Elijah would tell the king of Israel, and it would spoil his plans. So the king of Syria sent his army to capture or to bring Elijah to him. I want to think he wanted to capture him. So when the next morning came, all the Syrian army had surrounded Elijah's house, and his servant comes out, and all he can see is this vast army of Syrians And he cried out to Elisha, what shall we do? The first thing Elisha said, there are more with us than there are with them. My friends, you ain't going to know that if you're not looking in the spirit. If if we stay in the physical of this world, you're going to be defeated, discouraged, frustrated, confused, stressed, worry and anxiety are going to overtake us. If we stay in the physical, because it looks like there's more of them than there are of us. But I got news for you. That's not true at all. God is still on the throne. Jesus is still Lord. The Holy Spirit's still moving. The word of God is still true. And greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world. But if we're not looking through spiritual eyes, we're never going to see that. Then he asked God here, you know, Elijah said, oh man, don't, don't worry about it. There's more with us than there are with them. And I'm sure that servant said, right, right. Can you not see what's going on? But then God, then Elisha asked God to do something for the servant that I've been praying for a long time for the body of Christ, that the servant's eyes would be open to the spiritual. And the Bible says when his eyes were open, as far as he could see all around the mountaintops were horses and chariots of fire. And there was more of them than there was in the Syrian army. Elijah could see it. Why? Because he was in the spiritual. This servant, even though he served the man of God, there's a message in that. You can go to church. You can go through the motions. And you can do all that. That that doesn't mean you're going to see in the spirit. You're not going to see into the spirit until you get along with God, until we get into the word of God for ourselves. But all of a sudden, his servant's eyes were opened and he began to see in a supernatural way. They had been there all along, but he just couldn't see them. My friends, we've got angels around us. We've got the power of God flowing around us. We've got the presence of God available to us. We've got all that we need to be successful and victorious in the Lord. We've got the power. We've got the anointing. 
but we're never going to know it until our eyes are open to see it. And that is available. If we would dedicate ourselves, I want you to hear this, to God's word, totally, wholeheartedly, and to the Holy Spirit that brings in the presence of God in our life, then we would easily understand 1 John 4, 4 that says, Ye are God's little children and have overcome them, the evil ones and the spirit of Antichrist, because greater is he being God by the spirit that is in you, in me, than he, Satan, and the spirit of Antichrist that is in the world. Somebody ought to praise the Lord tonight. I don't care what your situation looks like. I got news for you. Greater is the God that's in us than anything that's in this world that comes against us. I heard a preacher preaching the other night on how awesome God is, how terrible God is. Well, how can God be awesome and terrible? He's awesome to those who call him father, but he's terrible to those who reject him. You see, that's the God. He's a God of love, but he is a God of judgment. We can't just preach that he's love, 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 because that same God is going to judge us one day. And if we don't know Christ and we have not received him, somebody needs to know this. There is a hell that's waiting for anybody who rejects Jesus Christ. There's a hell waiting for anybody who walks their own way and lives by their flesh and will not turn from their sin. But there is a heaven, praise God. There is an eternal presence of God for those who will love him and adore him and worship him and praise him. Is he love? Yes. But is he judgment? Yes. Is there a heaven? You better know it. Is there a hell? Yes, there is. And he is God who loves you. And if that God who is so awesome and powerful and terrible, if he is all of that, my friend, if he be for you, who can be against you? That's what makes it so exciting. He is a powerful God. He is a God that will judge sin if he has to. But that same God, I can call him Father. And he'll love me and care for me. When it comes to spiritual blindness, two things are certain. I want you to get this tonight. It's in the word of God. Satan has blinded the lost. The Bible says so that they cannot see Jesus. It is in the word of God. He has blinded their minds and their eyes that they cannot see Jesus. But this is where we come in. Because if we're walking in the spirit, if we're living by the word, if we're in a relationship with the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, the light that's in Jesus will shine through us into the darkness so that those that are in darkness will see the light of Christ and come to call him Lord. Amen. He didn't say it was hopeless. He just told you that they're blinded by the devil, but the body of Christ has the ability through the light and the love of the Father and the Son to bring them into the kingdom of God. Yeah. It is not hopeless. Praise God. But then there are those, the second blindness is there are those, if they do not have a consistent, and I mean this, a consistent lifestyle, of reading and studying God's word, then they are blind to the truth. So not only has he blinded those who don't know Christ, he has blinded those who claim to know Christ, but they don't read the word and they don't know the truth. These are the ones who are swayed so easily by what's going on in our nation and in our country. These are the ones who go by, well, you know, I feel and I think 
It doesn't matter what I feel. It doesn't matter what I think. If it doesn't line up to the truth of God's word, it's not truth. It doesn't work for me. It's not going to work for you. But the only way I will know the truth is to stay in the truth. And that truth is Jesus. Yeah. That truth is the word of God. And our teacher is the Holy Spirit of God. But I am amazed at how many Christians have the opinions of the world because they don't read the word of God. My friends, if what I feel does not line up to this precious book, the word of God, then what I feel is wrong. It is a standard. It is a plumb line. It is the same yesterday, today, and forever. The culture is not going to change it. Nothing's going to change it. Time's not going to change it. The morality of the word of God never changes. And just because our society has accepted things and tolerated things does not make it right. Matter of fact, if there's not a turning in this nation, if we don't have a revival in the next few years, I promise you judgment will come to this nation. Because like Israel, who strayed away from God, he reached out, he called out, he sent his prophets, he, they proclaimed his word, they proclaimed his love, they proclaimed his mercy, but the people shut their ears to the word of God and said, we don't want to hear it. And the next thing you know, they're in destruction and captivity, and America's heading that way. And it ain't far off. But if we've got 2020 spiritual vision, we'll see what we need to see. It's an opportunity. God did not tell me, Glenn, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pour this into everybody. No, he said, I'm going to give this to whoever desires it and who's willing to get into my word and get into my spirit. My friends, there's an opportunity tonight for you to begin to see the supernatural, to see God move in ways you never thought possible. I'm not talking about the natural physical. I'm talking about moving into the supernatural realm of the spirit of God in 2020, complete spiritual vision. Just as aging will weaken our eyes in the physical realm, neglect of God's word will also weaken our spiritual eyes. You see how the physical also explains the spiritual. When we get older, as we grow age, will automatically weaken our eyesight. But my friends, the longer, you better hear this, the longer you stay out of the word of God, the worse your spiritual eyesight's gonna get. That's the reason, if you'll be honest tonight, there's somebody listening. This is your opportunity. This is your night. God is talking to you. You're grabbing this. I know you want this. But you know right now you have started swaying away. You started pondering on things. You begin to look at things different. You begin to... You know that in your spirit it's not right, but you're leaning because you're not in the word. You, you feel the way about things now more like the world does than you did five years ago when you were close to God. And I encourage you tonight, turn back to God. Turn back to the word. Get back in the spirit of God and your eyes will be open. Quit worrying about what's going on in Washington. God's got that in the palm of his hand. And we've got the power of prayer and prophecy to change a lot of that. But if we look at it like the world does, we'll be so confused and frustrated, we won't do anything about it. But God says, if I give you 2020 spiritual vision, you will see what needs to be done, what needs to be prayed, what needs to be said. And I'm even going this far and hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know somebody didn't want to hear that. God reveals 
to those who want it. God reveals revelation, spiritual revelation to those who truly desire it. And God told me so plainly, he said, I, I so desire to give this to my children. There are some that are walking in it, he said, but I desire for all my children to want my word, to know what my word says. God says, if we will wholeheartedly commit to him, to his presence and his Holy Spirit, he's going to open up a realm we've never thought possible. Matter of fact, there's some of you tonight, you've been praying for this for a right good while. Lord, I want to see into the spiritual realm. Let me tell you how to do it tonight. I want to be able to see into the spiritual. I want to be able to see a move of God. I want to know. Well, tonight I'll tell you exactly how you can do it. So what will 2020 spiritual, what does it mean to have 2020 spiritual vision? Number one, it means you're going to have greater discernment. God says you have the ability to have greater discernment, rightly knowing good from evil. You know, in Isaiah 20 verse, excuse me, Isaiah 5 verse 20, it says, woe, which means great sorrow to those who call evil good and good evil. You know, I've never read the end of this verse, Pop. <laughs> but you know what the rest of it says? Those who put darkness for light and light for darkness. Yeah. The enemy comes as a what? A God of light. But look at it. It says you put darkness for light and light for darkness. And then he went on to say you put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. See, most of us know that first part. That's three nine. Don't just read a portion of the word. Read it all. I'd be interested to know what the passion says about that verse right there. But we all understand we're living in a time when they're calling evil good. And yet what the, what we try to stand for as Christians, they call that evil. We see it every day on the news. But if you're in the word of God, you're in the spirit of God, you will know. You'll have great discernment in 2020 if you'll commit to the word and commit to his presence. We are truly living in those times. It's happening right here in front of us. Paul actually mentioned it. So many others mentioned it, but Isaiah really nailed it. And we're seeing it happen every day. But my friends, we can counteract that. We can have discernment. We can know beyond a shadow of a doubt what is good and what is evil. It, will not, it won't be fuzzy. You'll know. Number two, if you have 2020 spiritual vision that God desires you to have, the enemy will be exposed. See, Satan so often comes in like an angel of light and we can't tell if it's really him or, or if it's something else. You won't have any problem once you get your vision where it needs to be. You'll be able to know his lies, his tactics, his schemes, his plots, and his plans will be so clearly seen by the students of the word of God through the teacher, the Holy Spirit. Did you get that? Not only will you have great discernment, knowing good from evil, but the enemy will be exposed in every area, every time he comes in. What do you mean, Brother Mills? Well, let's look at his attacks. Our mind, our position in Christ, our health, our finances, our family, our friends, our churches, our government, our world leaders, and we could go on. But every one of these areas and more, when Satan, the moment he moves, you'll see it, you'll know it. If, if you have... 2020 spiritual vision that God wants you to have. And you're not going to have that without committing wholeheartedly, completely to his word 
and the teacher of the Holy Spirit. People say, well, you know, you got, <laughs> my wife wrote a beautiful article on this. What is your truth? And what it all summed down to is there's only one truth, and that is Jesus Christ and the Word of God. But when I hear people say, well, you know, Brother Mills, that's your interpretation. And you know, and then they've got their interpretation. And then it, there's only one. There's only one. And if my interpretation doesn't line up with what the Holy Spirit says about the Word, then I'm wrong. That's the reason my prayer is when I bring you the word of God and I study and Kim and I pull ourselves out and pop when he does that. We, we, we don't take it lightly because God says, I'm going to hold you accountable for every word you say. Yeah. I'm not going to mislead anybody for any reason. I want you to know the truth. Know what I think, not what I say. If it's my opinion, I'll tell you. But when I speak the word of God, it's because I've studied it. I've, I've listened to the spirit. And I do my absolute best to make sure it is the truth, not a truth. Hallelujah, praise God. I want to go to running. I need somebody to stand in for me a minute. Whew, 2020, spiritual vision. You're going to have great discernment. The enemy will be exposed. He won't be able to touch you. He won't be able to touch your kids. He won't be able to touch your friends. He won't be able to do anything that you won't see it beforehand and know what to do about it. Through the word, you will no longer be defeated by the enemy if you've got 2020 spiritual vision. Number three, and I love this. The written word. This is the most awesome book that's ever been written. But the problem is, to too many Christians, this is just another book. It is a logos. It is a written word. It's written down so that we can read it and that we can try to understand it and comprehend. That's called logos. It means it's a written word. If you are not being taught by the Holy Spirit, if the power of God is not moving into your life when you read this, it won't do much more than a novel reading up on the shelf. But in 2020... If you will commit to this word, the Holy Spirit is going to open your eyes and this is going to go beyond just a written word to a rima, a living word. It's going to come to life. That's what makes the Bible different from all the other books. It is a living word of God. Amen. But to too many people, it's still just a written word. Well, you know, I like to read my Bible. That's good, but do you? is it alive? Is it moving? Because the Bible says that Jesus is the word. And if Jesus is the word, it ought to be living. We don't serve a dead savior and we don't need a dead word. I'm about to have myself a fit. We need a rima. And that's what you'll get in 2020. That's what the Holy Spirit wants to do in 2020. You know, there's a reason I've got these glasses on tonight. Because if I look down without them, it's a little blurry. Why? Because as I have aged and I'm 58 now, my eyes have weakened. So I use these glasses to correct this so I can see it completely without any flaw. That's what these glasses do. And in 2020, that's what the Holy Spirit's going to do with the word. He is our eye doctor, our ophthalmologist, and he's going to fit us with glasses in the word that we can see it completely without flaw. That we can understand it. You see, you need to let the eye doctor, the Holy Spirit, fit you with the word of God, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding 
so that it becomes a rima, a living word, and not just a written word. My friends, if you're reading the Bible without the Holy Spirit's assistance, it's a written word. Am I wrong, Pop? It's a written word. It's only the Holy Spirit through his, through his interpreter can you fully understand the word of God. God said my word is a mystery to the world, but it shouldn't be to the body of Christ because we've got the Holy Spirit to help us understand it. Amen. Number four, prayer. I love this. If you've got 2020 spiritual vision, if you've yielded to the word wholeheartedly and you're listening to the spirit and you've committed yourself to truth, then your prayer life will become more powerful when it's enforced by the principles, the standards, the commandments, the statutes, the promises, and the provision of the Holy Scriptures. Did you get that? Well, I just thought it was a word. Oh, it's a lot more than that. Is anybody listening tonight? Have you ever considered why there are certain people in Washington, and I'm not going to get into all the name calling, who want to do away with the Constitution that has stood strong for over 200 and some years. Does anybody even have a clue why they so hate the Constitution? If you have never read the Constitution, our forefathers, it is estimated that at least 51 out of the 58 were truly wholehearted born again believers. And when they wrote the Constitution, they based it on the principles, standards, and commandments of the Word of God. Amen. And that's why those walking in darkness, being controlled by the enemy, Satan, wants to do away with the Constitution because it is formed in the principles of God's Word. And once they do that, you better believe this, then they're going to want to do away with the Bible. Unless they can find a translation that is so weak, it has no power at all. I could preach tonight to midnight if somebody listened. I will tell you this. If you got somewhere to be at eight, you might better go ahead on. I'm never going to, I got to give you this message. Prayer is going to become powerful. It's going to change the world. My friend, that's why those that are walking in darkness, when you look into our government, if you are walking in, it don't take long if you've got 20-20 vision to see what is evil and what is good, to discern what is God and what is the enemy, to know what is right and what is wrong, what is biblical and what is worldly. It doesn't take, if you've got 20-20 spiritual vision, but you can't see that in the physical. It's only when we commit to the spiritual. As our hunger for God's word deepens, our spiritual eyes will be opened and wisdom and knowledge and understanding will flow up out of us like streams of living waters. Not a stagnant pond that has not been attended, but a mighty rushing river that can't be stopped. You see, the enemy doesn't want you to commit to this word. Matter of fact, there's some Christians, if you're not careful, you, you may be hinging. Well, you know, the Bible contains some of the word of God. That's a lie of hell. It is the word of God. See, if it contains some of the word, then it's got to contain something else. 
You see, that's how the enemy works, little by little. Well, you know, you can believe some of it, but you can't really believe all of it. If you fall for that, you'll be deceived in no time at all. You're already on the road to ignorance of the word of God. The devil's already got you where you want. My friends, this is God's word from Genesis to Revelation. And he says, whoa, to anybody who adds to it or takes away. Brother Mills, you've got to understand our times. No, listen to me tonight. We better learn to line our times up to the word of God. Because that's what's eternal. Amen. Times can change. Culture can change. People can change. But my God, my Savior, my Holy Spirit, and His Word is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Because when God made it, He made it so it did not have to change and that it would not ever change. And if anybody's changed, then they're out of line. That's the Word of God. I, I know this is strong tonight, but it's burning in my heart. I, I'm, I'm so excited about what I see. We have the potential to do. This is the time for the body of Christ to rise up. This is the time that many of you have been praying for, but it's going to cost you something. Again, let's look at that great discernment. You're going to know good from evil. You're going to, the enemy is going to be exposed. You're going to see his lies, his tactics, his schemes, his plots, his plans. But then the word is going to go from being just written. It's going to come alive because Jesus is the word and he's alive. But then our prayer life is going to become powerful as we apply the principles, standards, commandments, statutes, promises, and provision of the holy. Holy means to be divinely set apart. Scriptures. And number five, lastly, prophesying. It's going to become precise and profound for those who have 2020 vision. Prophesying. Oh, you mean we're going to be able to tell the future? Yeah, there are some people who can do that. There are some people who have the gift of prophecy, being able to foretell some of the things that God's going to be doing. But every believer has the gift of prophesying, which means to speak the word of God into a situation, into a person. Into a circumstance. If something's happening and it's not lining up to the word, we can begin to speak the promises of the word and turn that situation. If the devil tells you tonight because you sin once, you're on the road to hell. If you give your heart to Jesus, the Bible says he is our propitiation, that he is interceded. And if we call out to him, our name's in the Lamb book of life. The devil's a liar. But see, you got to be able to prophesy that. You got to know who you are in Christ. You need to be able to speak over your children. You need to be able to speak into the lives of other people. When somebody's hurting, you ought to have a healing promise. When somebody's bound up, you ought to have a deliverance promise from the word of God to be able to prophesy, speak into their life, the word of God. Those with spiritual vision will be able to speak and proclaim God's transforming word over people, situations, and circumstances expecting supernatural results. I really believe that. Brother, do you believe that? You better believe I believe it. I know, I know what God told me. I don't have a doubt in my mind 
This is what we needed to hear. 2020 spiritual vision. If there's ever been a message you ought to share on your Facebook, with somebody, this ought to be it right here. 2020 spiritual vision. All hinges. Everything I've told you tonight, the great discernment, the enemy exposed, the written word becoming the living word, prayer and prophesy, all everything I've told you tonight is available. And it all hinges on our total wholehearted commitment to God's presence and to the reading, the studying, the meditating, the memorizing, and the applying of his word to everything in our lives and yielding to the Holy Spirit of God. Now, there may be somebody listening like, well, I'm not into that Holy Spirit much. Well, you better let him get into you. Because we can't do anything without the Holy Spirit. That's the reason Jesus sent us the Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm learning to get bold enough. Now, I used to. I didn't really want to hurt anybody's feelings. But I'm bold enough to tell you now, you need the Holy Spirit of God in your life if you're going to live a Christian life. You cannot do it without him. God won't allow you to do it without him. Because you cannot do it on your own. Right. I can't do it on my own. I have tried. I tried to be a good old spiritual boy when I first got saved. Problem was, I was at the altar every week getting saved again. Because every week I was messing up. Every week. Well, I'm going to try harder next week. You can't do it on your own. My friends, we need to know the Holy Spirit. And for somebody tonight who needs to hear this, I'm not talking about a Pentecostal Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about a charismatic Holy Spirit. I'm not talking about a Baptist or Methodist or Presbyterian. I'm talking about the Holy Spirit of God. He does not have a denominational label. And we need to quit giving him one. Oh, oh Holy Spirit, that's a, that's a Pentecostal holiness thing. No, no, horse fly. That's a biblical thing. And from the creation... To the end of Revelation, the Holy Spirit is all the way through the Word of God. And we need to know Him tonight. It is my heart's desire for those that are watching by Facebook, those that are going to watch by YouTube, those that are going to watch by Twitter, those that are listening to the podcast. I'm asking you tonight, commit yourself completely to this, to this Revelation. And you're going to be amazed at what you're going to see this year. A lot of you have been praying for this. Now's the time. I can't tell you the time I've read that story about Elijah and that servant feeling like I was the servant. Lord, why can't I see like that? God said, you can if you stay in my word. And I have seen things. Folks, I'm going to tell you that you don't get this kind of revelation if you don't stay in the word. God would not have given me this if I didn't have a hunger for his word. I've seen times I've never got a revelation like this in my life because I wasn't committed to the, I read it casually when it was convenient, especially when I had a problem because I tried to find an answer. But when I committed myself completely to the word of God, I can tell you minister after minister after minister that God is moving in a supernatural way. And I can promise you something. They've all got something in common. They are hungry for the word. They are listening and yielding to the Holy Spirit. And that's the reason God is revealing things to them. But listen to me tonight. Nothing he won't reveal to you. God has not done anything in my life he won't do in yours. 
God will show you things. The word will show you things. The spirit will show you things. But I'll tell you tonight, when you commit, you got to realize now, what does it mean to repent? It means to turn from one way and turn to another. It means we turn away from our sin and we turn our face to God. That's when the Bible says, submit to God. It means you look in his direction and you resist the devil. You turn your back to the devil. If you're going to see, you're not going to be able to keep living in sin. I'm sorry, but I got to go there. You're not going to be able to keep habitually living in sin and expect to see supernaturally. It's not going to happen. You got to commit your heart and your life and your mind and your body, your total absolute surrender to God's word and God's spirit. And God will then supernaturally let you see things that you've been praying about, hoping for, wishing for. God desires more than you desire to show you these things. <laughs> God's excited. I'm excited. I, I can't wait to hear what people start to me. I got in the word the other day and I saw this and man, I heard this on the news and I knew right then that was a lie. And people just things are going to start happening if you commit to what I'm talking about tonight. And I really challenge you to share this with somebody at this. I'll tell him this ought to be the most shared message we've ever done. This is where the church has got to get at. Am I right, Pop? Right. This is where we got to get at, people. This is where God's been trying to get us. We got to get out of the physical and get into the spiritual. Amen. We have died to the cross. We are alive in Christ in the spiritual. We're no longer. Bodies with a spirit. Now we're spirits being carried by a body. That's another sermon way back. It's going to be an awesome year. I am so looking forward to what God's going to do in 2020 because of the opportunity to have 2020 spiritual vision. Now, I don't know what your vision is right now. It may be a little fuzzy. Because maybe you you haven't been in the word. Well, notice what I said. The ophthalmologist, the Holy Spirit, is ready to adjust your eyesight when you commit to this word. And automatically, he's going to let you start seeing into the complete word of God. See, if I pull these glasses off, I can't hardly read what's on. But if I put them on, it's just like it was 30 years ago. And that's what the Holy Spirit's going to do. When you commit to it, your eyes will begin to adjust to the spiritual and you will see the physical for what it is. You'll see this world versus the kingdom of God that we're living in. You'll begin to understand what Peter said when he said we're sojourners in a foreign land. We don't even belong here. But if we got to be here, we got a message. We got a purpose that is to know the father and the son and make them known. And we do that through the word, a commitment wholeheartedly. If you want to see completely, you apply this tonight and watch what happens. You know, if you got a prayer need tonight, I'm going to pray for you because I'm believing. I know, I know, I'm already seeing God's doing some awesome things. And I pray you will commit to this message tonight. You know, Kim and I are praying that more and more doors will be open. We're using as much media as we possibly can. And I want to thank God for every partner out there who's helped us do what we're doing. We couldn't do it without them. And maybe this is your year to say, hey, Brother Mills, we want to help y'all out. We, we want to get involved. We want to be a partner 
And we want to help you each month with whatever God puts on your heart to give. There's a lot of ways you can do it through PayPal. You can do it through our ministry. You can send it through the mail. But I promise you it will go into what we're doing right here, proclaiming the word of God, equipping the church and bringing souls to Jesus Christ. Maybe tonight you don't know Christ. Maybe it's the first time you've watched this program. Maybe you just stumbled across it. Maybe somebody sent it to you and you wonder what it's all about. It's about a Savior who loves you, a God that sent his son to die for you. Because of our sins, we were on the road to hell, but God sent his son, Jesus Christ, that through accepting Christ, we can be forgiven of our sins. We can have a relationship with God. It's as simple as A, B, C, and D. We accept Christ as our Lord and Savior. Believe in our heart, God raised him from the dead because he's a living Savior. Confess our sins that we're a sinner and we need that Savior. And we do, we do it tonight because you don't know if you're going to be here tomorrow. And if you would just pray a simple prayer like that, the shortest prayer I think was ever prayed was the thief on the cross when he said this, Lord, remember me. Three words. Lord, so you could call him Lord, he gave his life to him. Remember me. So you pray anything like that tonight. Lord, I'm a sinner and I need, I need your love, your grace, your mercy, and I give my life to you. And then let us know because we've got some information we want to send you free of charge to help you in your new walk with Christ. For everybody else listening tonight, thank you so much. We love you. We appreciate you. Did we have any prayer needs tonight, darling? This is a new year. Got to ask yourself what you're going to do with it. I want to say thank you to Barbara and Ken and Rachel and Willie, Sean and Jeff, uh, Mariana. Deanna, whoo, them two run right there together. Arnie, my good buddy Arnie, haven't seen you in a while, brother. I'm praying for you. I know God's give you a challenge. You keep standing in the truth. And also, Shannon, tonight, our prayer item is uh, Barbara Wade tonight, salvation for a family member. Barbara, what we're talking about right here, 2020 spiritual vision. God's going to show you how to pray. God's going to show you how to prophesy. We're going to agree with you, and we're going to pray. We're going to begin to prophesy, but we're going to see these people come to the Lord. I can't tell you how many people in my lifetime that I have seen, folks would say, hey, no way in the world they'll ever come to Jesus. But when I got, when I put my word on it by the Holy Spirit, and I started praying, and pro they came to the Lord. God, God ran them down. I like to do what I call put them on the Holy Ghost hit list. They will come to Christ. But you gotta, you gotta stand your ground. You gotta pray. You gotta prophesy. Speak that word over that situation. Father, tonight, we come in agreement right now with Miss Barbara. That Lord, the salvation situation for her family, that whoever that is, that Lord, tonight, you begin to work it out and use her as a light to shine forth the love of Jesus. Lord, just use her to speak over her family and over her situation and over her house. And, and Lord, just let her begin to prophesy your word that you are a loving father. You are a God who provides salvation to those that are lost. You are the God who sets the captive free. You are a God who keeps your word. If we will just stay in touch with you by the word and the spirit, you will do what you said. Your word will not come back void, but do that which it was sent to do. Father, for every person who hears this message, 2020 Spiritual Vision, whether it's through a podcast, whether it's a Facebook, later they watch it, whether it's YouTube, Twitter, even the newsletter that we sent out, Father, it's in the newsletter. Ever how they receive it, let it grab a hold of them, let them grab a hold of it and run with it, the Bible says. Get the vision and run with it. 
And Father, I'm expecting to hear supernatural things begin to happen in your people who will commit to having 2020 spiritual vision in this coming opportunity year of 2020. Father, we love you. We adore you. We thank you in the name of Jesus and all God's people said, amen and amen.